Welcome back, guys, on today's show. Are you Team Mash or Team Stuff? And why checking in for your appointment on the app is pointless? And who do you know that has special powers? And what is a toy diet? All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Excuse me, I'm going to pick my nose there for a minute. Oh, man. How are you? How are you doing? Are, are things going okay? Are you doing okay? Are you ready for this big holiday coming up? Uh, now, we're doing a early show for Deacon Live because today's Tuesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I'm going to spend all day with my wife cooking and getting things ready and getting the desserts ready and everything for Thanksgiving, which is the following day. There's not a whole lot of cooking and stuff. Normally, we have a full spread layout and stuff. Now, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. And uh, normally during Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving time, uh, my wife's nieces come up and her sister-in-law comes up. Her brother was married for a very long time and he raised three beautiful girls. Uh, unfortunately, her brother passed away, uh, but we still, you know, they're kin, they're blood, they're, you know, the relatives and stuff. So they were, they've been coming up here to the Charlotte area uh, for the last nine years. Now, of course, they get a little older and, and a couple of them or one of them has started college. Uh, one of them just graduated from college. One of them has a great uh, budding career being a an attorney and also got married at the same time. So they've got their own shit going on. And so they can't come up here and spend time with Uncle Deacon and Aunt Deacon, which is completely understandable. But this year is the first year we we're going to have, quote unquote, an empty house. Well, not really necessarily. As you guys know, my dad lives with us still in the house and the plans have changed. And let me dive into what, what, what's been going on here with that. So as you guys know, my mom uh, passed away back in February and my dad was left with this, you know, 4,000 square foot house. I know every time I tell it, the house gets bigger and bigger. He's got this four bedroom, three full baths house, completely furnished uh, with tchotchkes and Norman Rockwell paintings. And uh, what's the precious moments, all the stuff that, you know, people in the eighties, seventies and eighties would collect. They were valuable at some time <laughs> to them, you know, put them right next to the beanie babies up on that shelf. But I went down to Florida and, and, you know, helped my dad sell a lot of that furniture and then brought furniture up here that we thought he would need and he stuff that he didn't want to get rid of that was actually, you know, sentimental for my mom and stuff. So I said, Dad, you know, you can move up here and stay on our side or the west side of the house. Now we have uh, not as big of a house, 3,800 square feet, and... He's got, uh, we have a split floor plan, so he's got two bedrooms on one side of the house with a full bath and everything, and we've got our bedroom on the opposite side of the house, full bath, with two full baths on that side of the house. So basically, we don't really see him unless he comes out into the kitchen. The whole plan was for my dad to move up here, and then we have a lot of property up here, and we're like, Dad, you know, we'll donate you know, an acre of land, and you can build a house out there, you know, 900 square foot house out there on the property. Well, let's just say... On paper, it looks good. Isn't that what they say? Isn't that what the kids say? <laughs> on paper, it looks good. Uh, but when you dive right down into it, you know, you, you get the permit for a septic tank because we're out in the middle of the country. Then you have to uh, get the plans. You have to get the permits. You have to find an electrician. You have to find a, a framer. You have to find the materials, the actual wood to build the place. Um, concrete, shingles, all the stuff. I mean, I'm talking 900 square foot house on a slab. Full house, fully functioning house, not a trailer, not a mobile home, not something, a manufactured home. I mean, a, a fully functioning 
quote unquote tiny house. I said, but dad, before we even do that, what is your budget? He goes, I don't want to spend more than a hundred to $110,000 getting the building constructed. Now, of course, I understand there's other fees, you know, the refrigerator, washer and dryer, things like that. Now he's been here for since April, April, May, he's been here. And I've been, you know, pulling uh, trying to get everything lined up and scheduled and everything. And finally, I've got some kind of spreadsheet as far as how much is it going to cost for this? How much is the electric going to cost or the electrician to come out? So I did a whole spreadsheet before even breaking ground on this spreadsheet. This is the slab, the septic tank. Um, now I take that back. This is just the electrical, putting the electrical in, putting the plumbing in, framing the house, buying the the wood and stuff for the framework of the house, uh, we are already at $48,000. We haven't done a footer. We haven't done concrete. We haven't put in a septic tank. Basically, half of his budget was already spent on just wood and electrical and plumbing, not including buying the fixtures, you know, buying the faucet, buying the tub, buying all that stuff. So we sat down and we had like a one of those coming to Jesus moments and we're like going, all right, dad, you know, we're at $48,000. We haven't, you know, done one lick of anything yet. Uh, we had the property perked. The property perks just fine, um, but we haven't physically broken ground. I'm like, all right, dad. So what do you want to do? Do you want to continue going through this and continue building this thing? And he kind of sat back and goes, you know what? I just don't want to be under your feet. I don't want to be in your hair. I don't want to be in the way. I said, okay, so you don't want to pursue this. He goes, in my opinion, it's a waste of money money that could be going to you guys because if I was to build this house down there you you can't claim it quote unquote on your property and get $110,000 it's not adding $110,000 value to your property you know we might get 30,000 for it as an exterior building they're not going to say it's a quote unquote house we'd have to do the you know parcels and all it's a, it's a complicated story i said all right so what do you want to do what do you want to do he goes well i kind of like living in my little room there i'm like okay you can live in the little room no problem at all um can we make anything better for you? You know, and he's sitting there thinking, he's like, I kind of wish I had my walk-in closet available to me. Now, when he moved up here, my mom had, you know, Rubbermaid bin after Rubbermaid bin. I mean, it's a 4,000 square foot house. She had enough decorations in Rubbermaid bins when we brought them up here. And it fills my dad's entire walk-in closet. When I say walk-in, I'm talking double door swinging uh, walk-in closet and wrap around. You know, it's, it's, I think the closet itself is eight by 10. And it's full of Christmas stuff from my mom that she's collected over the years. And he goes, you know, I kind of wish I had that little bit of room where I'm not reaching over all this stuff to, to pull a, you know, a t-shirt out or something. I said, all right, dad, let's, let's do this. You're going to live in the house with us. We're okay with that because technically, I mean, <laughs> you know, we don't see each other that often. You know, he, he cleans the kitchen. He makes coffee in the morning. He does the little things, the, the monotonous things that uh, my wife and I would basically just go, eh, I'll get it tomorrow. You know, that type deal, which is fine. He's quote unquote, trying to earn his keep. He lets the chickens out, and plus he'll be living here on the property, and he'll be living in the house. Uh, he even mentioned, you know, maybe I should just get an apartment uh, and stay in that. I'm like, Dad, at your age, he's 76 years old, at your age, and every other week you've got some kind of doctor's appointment for something, whether it's your diabetes, whether it's your, he's got a bad case, living in Florida, bad case of skin cancer that he's let go on for so long. He gets the little the tag zapped off, laser, if, you've, if anyone's got any of that, what is that, melanoma, skin cancer. He gets those all zapped off just about every other weekend. Um, he's got, you know, feet issues. He's got heart issues. He's got all that stuff. I'm not having you live in an apartment 
and then, you know, calling you every day to check in on you. I don't need that. I don't want to say burden, but I don't need that extra stress on me as far as, you know, if I'm calling and he doesn't answer the phone. All right. Well, I'm thinking he's dead, you know, <laughs> and then I you run over to the apartment, which there's no apartments around here. So how far is that drive and go and knock on his door? And meanwhile, he's been he's got his headphones on. He's playing PC games. You know, <laughs> he does. He plays. Uh, there's a I don't know. First person shooter game that he plays on his PC game. But he wears the headphones on because he talks to his friends in the room. Yeah. Bunch of 76 year old men playing video games, talking through headset. Ah, remember, remember when uh what was I talking about? <laughs> you know, and he dies or whatever. So that's what we come to the agreement with. My dad is, is physically uh, going to stay in our house. And, he, and he's not a burden. I mean, you know, he's he's setting his ways. He's got, you know, a little bit of this we can tweak here and a little bit of this tweaking here. Uh, we did say, now that you're going to be living in the house full time all the time, Dad, uh, you've got to cut the lights out. You've got you've got to. He'll walk into the room and he has to go through two rooms to get to the room that he wants to be in. He'll click on every light to get to that room and then get whatever he needs out of that room and then walk back through those two rooms and leave all the lights on in the process. I want to get motion lights, motion sensors from his side of the house to the kitchen that would click on as he would walk by them and then they would click off when they, were, they sensed no motion. You've seen office buildings. They try to save on money by doing that, like in the long hallways and stuff. They click on. Same thing. <laughs> I wish we could do the same thing here at the house. He's getting better. He's getting better. Uh, but I do say, Dad, hey, get the light. I, I turned into my father. You know, we're not uh, we're not paying the power company to you know keep the lights on or something. You know, whatever a dad saying is. You know, turn the lights off. What are you stupid? <laughs> get out of here. All right, guys, we got a lot to get into. I'll tell you about my actual trip to the doctor's office. Yes, I finally got in, and I'll tell you all the little stuff that. Am I that guy? Am I going to be my dad? Am I going to be old enough or that old guy going, you know, my prescription costs this much and you're bragging or complaining either way. And why did the nurse do this? And why did the doctor say this? Am I at that age where, yes, I'm going to start having to getting into this stuff. All right, guys, you're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. Stick around. I'll be right back. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Are you receiving me? Over. I would love to buy her a quattro and just run in along her backside, bitch. What's a bitch? What's a quattro? It's a Mach three, except there's one more. Oh. Call four zero seven. Gets rid of more hairs. Four four eight 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 zero zero. That is awesome. Deacon Live now presents you Yvette Lopez, a former Playboy Playmate model, doing what she loves right now. This is her latest song called Dive. For more information, check her out over at ProfitRadio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want to be heard? Well, we'd love to hear from you. And the way you do that is to be part of the show. You go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the little bleep, be heard, little blue bar, little bleep blue bar. At the very bottom of the page, opens up a microphone on your tablet, wherever you're listening to us at. Uh, speak into it. And you can be anonymous if you want. Just say what you'd like to say. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll play it on this podcast if you get it in early enough or the very next podcast as well. And now I know we've got a whole archive full of 200 and some odd shows that stretches over seven years. 
of Deacon Live. And if you want to listen to any of those shows, that's great. Uh, they're all uh, evergreen. You can go back and listen to them. They're all pretty good. And um, I say they're pretty good, says the guy who does the show. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. <laughs> what if I was to say that? Yeah, that'd be all right. Uh, but if you have any questions about any of those past shows or just want to ask me a question in general, we'd love to hear from you and get that right here. And it comes right to our inbox and we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. Now, Thanksgiving time comes around. One of the things that uh, a lot of people uh, talk about or it's that one thing where you're worried about, you know, Uncle Joey or something like that getting drunk and falling asleep at the table or something like that. There's a lot of beverage drinking going on. Let's put it that way, because a lot of times you don't see these family members until Thanksgiving or Christmas. Like my nieces, we only see them during Thanksgiving time. Or if they've got something going on down in Florida, my wife will drive down there and see the girls down there. Well, right now in Golden, Colorado, Coors Light is taking this idea of grabbing a cold one to the next level this holiday season. Now, the brewing company has unveiled a new nail polish that detects the temperature of someone's glass of beer. You know, the important stuff. Ignore the fact that someone put a Rufinol in your drink or that you've taken drugs or something's going on. You've seen fingernail polish that'll turn black or turn purple based on, you know, some kind of preventative measures as far as illegal substance in your drink or in your body. But nope, nope, Coors Light, they want your nail polish to let you know whether your Coors Light is cold enough or not. Now they've had that, you know, don't drink it until the mountains are blue. Uh, the whole song from Little Big Town, listen to me with the band names. But right now, Coors Light is releasing a nail polish called Chill Polish. The color-changing nail polish changes from light blue to dark blue when it senses a person's pint of brew is cold enough for them to enjoy joy now believe it or not us here in the united states us americans for whatever reason i guess because we're flaunting it in european spaces that we can drink cold beer you go to germany their beer is piss ass warm and that's the way they drink it growing up i had a a neighbor friend of mine his dad was german and he would drink molson ice and he would have a, a bucket with only about three inches of ice and then just put the beers hot as hell in the ice and it only chilled like the bottom third of the beer so he'd pop open the bottle and then he would take a swig of molson ice and that cold and warm would create a new flavor in your mouth it's too complicated for me <laughs> you're complicating things you know i i just want to drink the beer get a nice buzz going and go on about my day i don't want to sit there and go okay is the temperature right now i do appreciate a nice frosty draft beer um but coors light right now has a nail polish that's going to let you know that that if that draft beer is cold enough for you now what are you supposed to do if you go to a bar and you got the nail polish on you and they pour you a pint of beer and you put your hand on it and it's not cold enough, do you send it back? Can you make this colder for me, sir? <laughs> Can you make my Miller, my Miller Light, my Coors Light beer colder? The polish was co-developed with San Francisco-based nail polish brand Lechat or Lechat is available for $7 at shop.coorslight.com. A limited number of polishes will be released every Tuesday while supplies last. Kind of weird. Coors Light made headlines on 2007 when it launched its new line of products where the beer can labels would change color when refrigerated for optimal temperature. Like the chill polish, the feature made it easy to know whether the beer was too warm to be served. Coors Light also has other holiday apparel, including onesies, scarves, and beanies as well. So there you go. Uh, Coors Light has got a thing called Chill Polish, so check that out. Now, for Thanksgiving, my wife, because we don't have the girls coming up here, and I say the girls, my wife's nieces, it's just me, my dad, and my wife, and so she is going to be the cook. This is what she does. She she lives for Thanksgiving, but she's kind of disappointed that she doesn't have a full house, so she's like asking me, what do I want for my meal? I said, babe, I'm basic. Turkey, potatoes, stuffing, 
corn or peas, I don't care, some kind of fresh bread, uh, whether it be a roll or you make a fresh uh, loaf of bread, that's it. As far as desserts, uh, some cookies, chocolate chip cookies, uh, maybe a cake of some sort. I don't do pies. I, I'm not a pie person. My dad loves pecan pie, but if she was to make it, he'd be the only one eating it. And according to one of his 15 doctors, he's not allowed to have pecan pie. So <laughs> that thing's going to sit there. It's going to rot and we're not going to eat it. But a lot of people swear up and down that they are team stuffing or team mashed potatoes. Now, a study has shown right now when it comes to the top Thanksgiving side dish in America, the nation is divided. Campbell's recently released a state of the sides report in 2022 and asked Americans how they prefer to fill up on Thanksgiving. Studies have found out that two thirds of the responders prefer the side dish to the main entree. Yeah, I mean, you can mess up a bird uh, now and then uh, with the top five holiday sides ranking in order stuffing, then mashed potatoes, then sweet potatoes and green bean casserole. And then mac and cheese. It's it's a lot of starch, man. Can we throw in some kind of uh, Brussels sprouts or something? While stuffing took the top spot in most states, 22 states ranked mashed potatoes as first. Studies have found out Massachusetts was the only state evenly split when it comes to Turkey Day, whether you like stuffing or dressing. Now, here's here's something that I can throw at you. Now, most of my family is from North Carolina, but I was born and raised in, in Orlando, Florida. There is two types of stuffing in our household. There is regular stuffing like stovetop or the pepperidge farm you know you make your own stuffing you you know you've got ground up sausage and you do all that stuff uh then there's what we call in the household uh i'm thanksgiving butt stuffing now butt stuffing is when you get your turkey you know you get a full turkey white and dark meat and you pull all the innards out that we usually have it in a bag and you Chop all those up. I think there's hearts and lungs and livers and spleens and all that stuff. And you chop it all up. And then you make your normal stuffing and use that as your protein in there. And then take all that stuffing, shove it right back into the bird, right in that cavity. And then they would cook the turkey normal. When you're done, they pull all the stuffing out and they put that in the tray. And then your normal stuffing, your stovetop or whatever you want to call it, in another tray. And we'd always have to say, is this the butt stuffing or is this the regular stuffing? So we have butt stuffing. And uh, if you've had butt stuffing before or are familiar with that, I mean, it's not bad. It, it tastes goddamn same, really. But as far as state to states and how people eat their turkey dinners, a report finds that stuffing could go by other names as well. In Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana, you'll hear it also referred to as dressing. I always call it stuffing. I guess dressing, I don't know. It depends on what side of the the table I'm on. Arkansas, Alaska, and Idaho prefer their sides not to touch each other. Studies have found while residents of Maine, Washington, and Oregon are most likely to get creative and make sandwiches from their leftovers. I think my wife and I are going to do some kind of uh, a, a turkey cobbler. Uh, with our leftovers. Uh, so it should be interesting. I'll take pictures of that. Uh, and you can uh, follow us out there as well on our social media. And the way you do that is go over to ProfitRadio.com, click on social contacts, and you can see all the stuff that links us to you and you to us as well. All right, guys, when we come back, I'm going to talk about my doctor's trip. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable Eat that turkey all night long 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong Turkey lurky do and turkey lurky dap I eat that turkey then I take a nap Thanksgiving 
not like Nothing. internet radio. I do not like internet radio. Profit radio. Profit radio. How's your day going? It's going good. I didn't um, didn't watch football for the first time in like five years. That's awesome. It's not awesome. It sucks. You should give me a raise. You're a jerk. You know that? I did. I had three hamburgers though. Deacon Live now presents to you an American singer, songwriter, and musician as he makes his journey all the way from Cleveland, Ohio to be on our show right now. This is KT Hill with his latest song, My Time. For more information, check him out over at ProfitRadio.com. For this moment If I'm honest I didn't think that I deserve After all this time I'm standing on a promise After all these trials I'm standing right here Mama told me That tomorrow's not promised No sense in trying to Change the past Not worth it After all this time I'm standing on a promise And after all these trials I'm standing Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is to go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts and you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're on TikTok as well, uh, YouTube. And for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. You can see me waving to you guys. Hopefully you're waving back to me. And any of the articles that we have here that's got a video or anything that runs in tandem with the show, <clears throat> you can see that in real time as we're talking about it here on the air. So make sure you like and subscribe over there at YouTube as well. Now, as you guys know... Um, I have been trying to go to the doctor for, and I say doctor, my nurse practitioner. I can't get in to see the real doctor. He's too busy doing other stuff. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing, but he's got a full plate over there. So I always go see the nurse practitioner. I don't know what the main difference is. Uh, I've discussed this before. I I could read both definitions and then I can still go, I don't know what the difference is. (laughs) I just have no idea. But uh, so I go see Jennifer and Jennifer is my nurse practitioner and we've had our differences. So I had this whole anxiety thing um, going to go see her this, this week, actually yesterday. But I'll get into that here in just one sec. Let me explain to you or tell you exactly my experience going to the doctor's office. Now, I used to live in Huntersville, uh, which is in Mecklenburg County, which is the most expensive county to live in in North Carolina. And Huntersville is the, a subsidiary of Charlotte. So we were living up there for the first year when we moved to North Carolina. So all of our doctors and dentists and stuff were over on that side of town. And it's a high price town. Let's just put it that way. We get great care. We love everyone that uh, I say love. We like going to all the people all our uh, appointments over there on that side of town. You come on this side of town, <laughs> you get hairy. You get hairy no teeth over here looking at you. And I say that fictitiously, but yeah, I mean the doctors. Let's let's put it this way: all the A plus graduating doctors are in Mecklenburg County. And as you get out to like the rurals and sticks, you get the doctors that get like a, a D plus. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> D plus, C minus. Maybe you you might find a good C plus dentist somewhere in this side of town. You know, it doesn't take much. If you don't have all 32, they're okay with that. You know what I mean? So we go to an A plus doctor, 
And so I went in there, and here's the thing. Everything's all automated now. You know, I, I never had in Florida, they don't have this, or if they do, I, they didn't have it when I was down there, was you could sign on your all your documents in healthcare. You know, so Atrium Healthcare, and you sign on, and if you want to book an appointment, if you want to ask your doctor something, it goes right to their email. They'll answer it right away. I'm used to, if you want to see the doctor or you have a question for the doctor, he'll get back to you in two to three weeks, yada, yada, yada. So you always get text messages now. Everything's a text message. You press yes or no to confirm your appointment with, you know, whatever it is. You you guys, if you have any kind of doctor's appointment or any kind of appointments like that, you get these text messages all the time. So I get a text message saying, hey, Deacon, skip the waiting room. It literally says skip the waiting room. When you're here in the parking lot, text us here, H-E-R-E, and we will notify you when the doctor's ready to see you. I'm like... That's so great. I'm like, okay, or whatever, yes, whatever you type in there. And then you get another prompt. Have you or anyone else in your family, you know, they ask you the questions that you normally ask at the front desk. Have you got a COVID? Have you had a shot? Have you been tested? Yada, yada, yada. And no. And then you get another prompt about something. Have you gone to Uganda in the last 10 days? No, I have not. Have you gone to, you know, this? Have you had you know, unprotected sex with a midget dwarf juggling fire? I don't know. I have not this year <laughs> click <laughs> but that's what it is so i get into the parking lot and it's a big huge three-story building or a four-story building some say it's five but that's another story and i pull into the parking lot and i literally text here so i'm walking through the parking lot and i'm more i'm getting more notifications or prompts you know are you sure that this and this and that and i'm like yes yes no yes no get in the elevator go all the way upstairs now i didn't realize this here in charlotte north carolina I guess we're still wearing masks in hospitals, whether you need them or not. I walked in the front door. It says mandatory mask. And I'm like going, well, shit. I thought we were over this. I thought we were done with all this mandatory mask stuff. I guess not. So I get there, I guess, early enough where the security guard guy that sits behind the little booth or whatever that's in the lobby of the, of the hotel, of the hospital, didn't catch me. He wasn't there. He's taking a piss. I don't know what he was doing. He wasn't there. So I, this whole family of four kids, all on the age of seven, are running around. They're screaming and yelling. You know, it's a fucking hospital. <laughs> and they're screaming and yelling. They all have masks on. They got the little mask for the baby. They got the big meaty mask for the kids and the, you know, and they all get in the elevator. I'm like going, first of all, not getting in that elevator with those 11 people. <laughs> I'll wait for the next one. Now, I'm not scared about COVID. I'm not scared about that. But if you're smart, you don't go swimming with sharks. Makes sense? So I'll wait for that elevator fill up. See you later. I'll see you on the third floor. I'll be up there in about five, six minutes. I go take a you know leak and then get in the elevator. Get in the elevator, go to the third floor, walk in, and literally like mandatory mask. And I'm the only one in this building, and it's not a high traffic area. You know, I might have seen like 20 people in the process of getting in the elevator. And every one of those 20 people had mask on. I'm like, all right, well, shit. All right, I, I'll not going to ruffle any feathers. I'll go to where I check in in the doctor's office and ask for a mask. So I'm standing in line because there's people that didn't, quote unquote, text here to, you know, 86643. Get up there and she's like, can I help you? I said, yeah, I just need a mask. I don't have a mask in my car or anything like that. She's like, have you checked in yet? I go, yeah, I checked in on the app. Oh, no, you have to check in here, too. I go, what? <laughs> it's kind of pointless, I guess. You know, I spent all my time reading and making, yes, I have not got a COVID. I have not traveled to Uganda. I have not had sex with an underage midget dwarf juggling fireballs. No, I, you know, make sure, you know, whatever. The, I checked yes and no, yes and no to that. 
She wasn't underage. Oh, no, no. You got to check it. You got to gotta do everything. And then she asked me the same exact questions. I go, it's kind of pointless, this whole app thing that you guys rolling out here. You're just wasting my data feed. Are you guys banking stuff back there? So she gives me a mask. And I, I stand there for a minute because I'm waiting for her to check me in. And I'm looking at the mask. And it's they say it's an M95. I know what a fucking M95 mask is. This is one that they pull out of the box. And it's blue. And it's got the little nose pinch on it. And it's got, like, yarn for the ear things. I'm like, this is bullshit. This is not M95 mask. This is bullshit. You want to be real? You want to follow the rules? Let's follow all the rules. All right, there, Carol behind the counter. <laughs> so Carol behind the counter is asking me questions. Do you have your insurance card? And her, through her mask, behind her screen, through a plate glass window, I cannot fucking hear her. Sorry, they've got HGTV, how to build a fucking house and how to remodel whatever in the lobby, blaring loud. I can't fucking hear anything. I'm getting old, too. Might as well throw that in there. <laughs> And I go, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. She pulls her mask down and says something to me. Do you still have the same insurance? Are you doing this? And and the whole conversation, she got now what they call what a chin diaper. It's underneath her chin. She's talking to me. And then she had the gall to go, can you please put your mask on, sir? Kind of went, uh, okay. (laughs) Yes, I will. And I kind of strapped it on one ear and kind of let it hang there. Because I know I'm going to have to say some stuff to her back through the plate glass window, back over her monitor screen, back through her mask to her ear so she can hear me. Figured it all out. All right, sit down. Someone will be with you shortly. All right, fine. Put the other side of my mask on, sit down. And, of course, it says no cell phones all over the place. No cell phones. Well, shit. 15 people come in, every one of them on cell phones. Why even bother? Why even put the sign up? Is it just a suggestion? It says mandatory mass. We're okay with doing that. When it says no cell phones, ah, that's okay. We don't care about the cell phones. <laughs> but the sign above it says mandatory mask. Follow that one. Don't follow this one. <laughs> Makes no sense. So I went in, saw the doctor. Everything was fine. Um, she showed me, my Jennifer, my nurse practitioner, showed me something called Good RX. Uh, gets you like uh, cheaper medications and stuff. Uh, I have a, like a blood pressure medicine I got to take, a meloxicam for my back, uh, and then some, some other medication for like comfort or anxiety or something like that. I don't know what it was. Just pop them like friggin' Tic Tacs in my mouth. So after I was done with Jennifer... She goes, well, we're going to do some lab work on you. I'm like, all right, fine, no problem. You know, it, it's a physical. So they, they draw blood and do everything that you have for a physical. So I'm sitting now in this makeshift hallway waiting for the lab, the phlebotomist to come over and, and grab me to, to go back there and draw my blood. So as I'm sitting and you're behind the scenes, you know, this is just three chairs that they stuck in the main thoroughfare in the hallway. It's not like a waiting room. It's not like they got uh, high life magazines or on the table. You're looking through the six things that don't match in these different pictures. I'm just sitting there and watching all these. Are they nurses? Are they techs? All these techs walking by every single one of them mask on their chin, on their chin. Great. This is nice. <laughs> this is nice. So let me backtrack just a little bit. When I come back, I'm going to tell you exactly what had me on pins and needles when I finished with my conversation with Jennifer and she released me out into this hallway to get my blood drawn. Everything was fine. I got I got the blood drawn. Uh, we'll go over those details probably on another show. But one thing that Jennifer said to me, my nurse practitioner said to me, uh, kind of made me go, oh, shit. And I'll get into that when we come back. Stick around. You'll listen to Deep Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back.
Profit Radio has asked you to like our page. What? What am I supposed to do? Hell yes. Profit Radio has oh. asked you to like our oh. page. You want me to... Oh. I accept them. We at Profit Radio would love for you to like our page. What? Facebook? Cool. Got that one too. Yes. Oh. I'm good. We Shit. at Profit Radio... Yeah, I accept that one too. We'd love for you... Holy Christ. To like Honey, this is awesome. This is Shit. awesome. What? This is awesome! I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay, got it. Oh, shit. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Profit Radio. Always, always seems to find you. What you want, you don't need, cause you locked you down. So why you Are you conscious or unaware of how you think? Being unaware... As in, therefore, literally not knowing any better when you instinctively act and not understanding who can be hurt in the process. Do you taste your food or do you mechanically chew it and swallow it? Do you not stop and feel gratitude for the numerous hands that went into cleaning, packaging, and stocking your meal on the shelf and then on the plate? For more information on this book created by author Flora Smith, Living Consciously in a Zombie Apocalypse, the kingdom of heaven is in you. You can find her book free on Kindle and also purchase a paperback or hardback version over at Amazon.com. That's Living Consciously in a Zombie Apocalypse. The kingdom of heaven is in you by author Flora Smith. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Just like you, chasing the American dream. So I mortgage my house, bought a little shop that sells ice cream. But since the Mega Martin built here, the town folk don't come around. Cause they can buy all their crap a dollar cheaper at the edge of town. Cause it's a fast food nation. We're all tied up in chains We're gonna build a warehouse club All my hometown's remains And mom and pop, don't you worry If you got to close your doors There's lots of part-time old Down at the superstore Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for, you want something for free? Of course you do. Everyone wants something for free, and we would love to give you something for free for being part of the show. Uh, And the way you do that is go over to Proper Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on Free Swag and fill out that little form there. Believe me, I'm not going to do anything with your address, your email address. It's not a spam folder or anything like that. I just want to say thank you for hanging out with us, being part of the show, and we'll send you out some magnets, some stickers and stuff just to say thank you. Uh, And don't forget, after uh, (laughs) third... After Turkey Day, after Turkey Day, Prophet Radio plays the best of the worst Christmas songs all the way till Christmas time. So not Mariah Carey, not any of those, you know, the big hits and stuff. These are like, you know, D-list hits. <laughs> you know, they're punk rock hits, they're heavy metal hits, they're rock and roll hits, they're R&B, rap, funny songs and stuff like that. After Thanksgiving, all the way till Christmas time. The best of the worst Christmas songs playing 24 hours over at Prophet Radio. So check those guys out as well. Now... I'm sitting there, you know, Jennifer's, you know, typing everything out, my nurse practitioner in the little room there, six by eight jail cell that I was sitting in, (laughs) you know, she's typing stuff out and she kind of went over a checklist and went over everything. She goes, oh, by the way, 
way, are, are you getting a flu shot or COVID shot this year or, or something like or a booster shot? And I go, nah, not really. I said, I, I, you know, not for nothing. When I see that movie Unbreakable and Bruce Willis, you know, they ask him, when's the last time you got sick? I can count on my on both hands my whole entire life how many times, I mean, memory-wise, I've gotten sick, like with a flu or something like that. And in the last 10 years, I can count on one hand how long, how many times I've gotten sick. I mean, sick, like laid in bed, locked up, can't do anything and on my hand, probably on two fingers. Let's put it that way. On two fingers, I can count how many times I've ever actually been locked up in bed in the last five to six years. So she goes, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, flu season is, is hitting Charlotte, North Carolina really, really hard. Here's the sales pitch. You see what she's doing? I said, oh, okay, yeah, well, I don't, I only go to two places and this is one of them. <laughs> you know, I don't see too many people living out here just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina in our beautiful little town of Marshville. I don't see a whole lot of people, so I'm not really too worried about catching and, and contracting any kind of ailments like that. She's like, I just saw a COVID person this morning and I went in there full mask on goggles and everything. Uh, so it's just something for you to think about. Okay, we'll see you later as she's walking out the door. And I'm thinking, oh shit. I literally like my spine tingled and went, so she had a COVID person in in this office, not in this room, but in this office. And so the questions that I was filling out as I'm walking into the thing, have you had COVID, you know, all this, and I'm clicking no, this person actually is clicking yes. This person had COVID coming into the office and I don't know what happened. You know, I got my appointment was at like 10 o'clock. They've been open since seven. So who knows what has happened or what has gone on. And my doctor said to me, I was face to face with this person who had COVID. Now I'm not scared but again you don't swim with the sharks so i was just kind of like all right well that's kind of i'm glad i got this paper mask on thank you thank you thank you very much <laughs> can't, can't see me or anything so if i get it that that's exactly where i got it. i'm gonna point fingers all in that direction now people right now are also afraid of this new i guess the whole reason why they asked me if you traveled to uganda is they're worried about the bird flu now the bird flu keeps pardon the pun keeps flying around in the news feed and then goes away and then flies around the news feed and then comes back again. And then you're reading all the reports about turkey being scarce or being high priced because bird flu is attacking turkeys. So people are either not buying turkeys. I don't want bird flu. I don't want to eat the bird and, and digest the, I don't think it works that way. Excuse me while I go through puberty. But there's a report that was released just the other day that says, can you catch bird flu from eating turkey? Like I said, the, the cost of turkey has gotten higher and higher this year due to partially because of inflation. Another part of that is the avian flu that has impacted a huge supply of turkeys heading ahead of this holiday. Now, people are afraid they might end up with an infected turkey and want to know if it's possible if they can contract the bird flu by eating it. The answer to the question is probably not, but there's a way to make sure that your turkey is safe for consumption. The bird flu was reported back in February when a group of commercial turkeys from Du Bois county indiana were found to be ill with the avian blue uh, bird flu or avian flu i guess the same happened to a group of commercial broiler chickens in fulton county kentucky backyard flocks of birds in virginia also to be safe twenty nine thousand turkeys in the indiana farm were killed oh man the data shows that every state has a case of bird flu except for alabama hawaii louisiana and west virginia iowa 
has been hit the hardest and seen 15 million birds fall ill. According to the CDC, over 50.3 million birds have been killed due to the avian bird flu or flu. Sorry, I keep saying that. That data was for November 14th and is expected to exceed the record of 50.5 billion birds killed back in 2015. If the bird comes infected, they are killed and do not enter the food system at all. So if you eat it, you would not get sick because of the foodborne illness. Those of you who have risk testing positive, uh, which is rare, are those that have worked with the birds in the wild. One person tested positive in the UK last year, and domestic birds kept them, so on and so forth. So another person fell ill in Colorado in April. They were involved in depopulation of a flock that was believed to have the avian bird flu. If you work with birds, make sure you wear protective gear, wash your hands, and change your clothing after working with the birds so you don't touch your eyes or nose or mouth. That's how it gets into your system. With cooking Thanksgiving dinner, all poultry should reach the internal temperature of 165 degrees while cooking. This will kill any viruses or bacteria, including the bird flu. So can you get it by eating it? The answer is no. Can you get it by touching it and preparing it? I'm going to say yes. You know, you don't know what crawls around, what kind of critters crawling around on there, but just be uh, be cautious, be careful. You should be washing your hands all the time anyways. Now, sitting in the waiting room at the doctor's office, sometimes there are people in there that are a little bit nervous. You know, their legs are, you know, bouncing up and down. Uh, thank God the doctor system, at least here in North Carolina, has gotten a lot better as far as when you check in, you know, if your appointment's at 1130, you're not there till 130 and you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. They've gotten a lot better of turning and burning. But right now, the first detailed study of this disease called uh, misokinesia, a phenomenon shows that it might affect one in the three people. Let me make sure I'm saying that right. So here we go. Let me turn this up. Make sure I'm saying this right. It's M-I-S-O-K-I-N-E-S-I-A. Misokinesia. Misokinesia. That's close enough. All right. So... (laughs) That one in three have this. Notice someone near you fidgeting can be distracting, vexing, or even excruciating. But why? According to 2021 study, a stressful situation caused by seeing others fidgeting are incredibly common to a psychological phenomenon affecting as many as one in three people. This phenomenon called misokinesia meaning hatred of movements. This strange phenomenon has been little studied by scientists, but has noted on the researchers of related condition, misophonia, a disorder where people become irritated upon hearing certain repetitious sounds. So miokinesia is somewhat similar. The triggers are generally more visual rather than sound related. To improve the understanding, fellow researchers conducted what they said was the first in-depth scientific exploration exploration of miokinesia. The results in indicated that heightened sensitivity to fidgeting is something of a large number of people would have to deal with. According to this article, across a series of experiments involving 4,100 participants, they found that approximately one-third self-reported some degree of myokinesis sensitivity to the repetitive fidgeting behaviors of others as they encountered in their daily lives. These results supported the conclusion that myokinesis sensitivity is not a phenomenon strictly to clinical populations, but rather is a basic and unrecognized social challenge shared by many in the wider range of the general population. According to analysts, myokinesis sometimes goes hand in hand with sound sensitivity, myosophina, but not always. So if you just can't sit there, I mean, if you could, if you just can't sit still, 
one out of three people cannot sit there and watch someone with their leg fidgeting. I used to do it for a while, and then for whatever reason, I just stopped. My nervousness or whatever would stop. My, my leg would sit there and bounce up and down. I would do it unconsciously, and someone would always tap my leg and go, hey, you know, cut that out. That person probably had myokinesis. So if, if that bothers you, that's what you have. Go to your doctor's office, <laughs> make sure you text ahead of time, and let them know that you got it. Maybe they'll have something to, to chill you the fuck out. All right, guys, stick around. A couple more things to get into, and we'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Listening to that explains a lot. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Oh my God! It was, it was everything I ever imagined. You know, it was even, it was even better. Let me out of here. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Why can't they slow us for our mind? Deacon Live now presents to you a Bentley recording artist, Flock Don Smoke, with his latest song, Know That. He's looking forward to meeting his fans and performing live shows in front of him. For more information, check him out over at ProfitRadio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us over on your social media feeds. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. You can find our links to TikTok. You can find our links to our Facebook page. Also, our YouTube video for every podcast we do. We have a matching video as well. You can see me waving the camera. Hopefully, you guys are waving back to me. And if we have any news articles and stuff that has a video, you can see that in real time as we're talking about it here on the air. And don't forget the day after Thanksgiving, Prophet Radio is going to start playing the unnecessarily bad Christmas music never knew that you needed to hear, if that makes any sense. Yeah, they're not playing the big hits. They're playing uh, the D-level hits and all the funny jingles and stuff. 24 hours a day, uh, they'll throw in some uh, regular music in there. But if you want your Christmas fix without the Christmas cheer, uh, go over to Prophet Radio the day after Thanksgiving and check them out as well. Now, I today... Tuesday. We're doing the podcast a little early so I can take some time tomorrow. My wife's off tomorrow and get the house ready for Thanksgiving. My wife and I and my my dad. So we had the decorations and everything all out, uh, but we went through and cleaned out my dad's walk-in closet. So we've got all these Rubbermaid Tupperware bins all over the place with Christmas stuff in them. So we're going to go through that tomorrow and, and get the house ready or get, stage everything, get it ready for uh, after Thanksgiving because that's what happens. You flip the switch and Thanksgiving, all right, done, Christmas time. There you go. So we're getting all my mom's stuff that she had decorating her 4,000 square foot house. Uh, every room had a, a Christmas tree in it. Uh, I think she's got a total of nine different Christmas trees. Uh, I think we sold a bunch of them at the garage sale, but I still, I think we have about two or three of them left here. Small ones, big ones, six foot, four foot, two foot around the, that we can place around our property or around our house. And we'll see how that turns out. So we're going to take the day off tomorrow. So that's why we're doing the show a day early. Now, 
I had to go out today and get all my prescriptions uh, from my doctor's appointment. So I went over to Walmart and then I went over to CVS. Uh, and the reason why I had to go to two different places is because my doctor, Nurse Jennifer, showed me an app called GoodRx or Good Prescription or something like that. It's called GoodRx. And you type in your prescription and you type in your location and they give you the cheapest one, they'll show like CVS, whatever drugstore, whatever drugs, you know, a list of five different drugstores and show you the prices on that. It's kind of like Travelocity. You know, you're shopping for the best price. So I had to go get the cheaper one of one medication over at Walmart and then the cheaper one over at CVS. It was really, really cool. So if you guys are on a budget, uh, you're trying to save every dollar that you can uh, with this economy that we're going through, it's called GoodRx. Not a sponsor of the show, uh, just putting it out there for any way that you can sell or save money. Uh, we'd like to help you along with that. But speaking of saving money, I forgot to go and get ketchup while I was at Walmart. I forgot. Just ketchup. That's all you need. We're out of ketchup. And the only reason why I need ketchup is because I've got a whole bag of shrimp. Peel and eat shrimp, ready to go. They're frozen. And that's going to be kind of like the snickle snackle things that you have before Thanksgiving, or at least my Thanksgiving. I know, baller, right? Shrimp cocktail. And my wife makes a very good cocktail sauce, but we have no ketchup. She puts ketchup, Worcestershire, horseradish, salt and pepper, and then something else in it. That's all cocktail sauce is. So instead of spending $3 on the actual jar of cocktail sauce, I buy a thing of ketchup and buy all the accoutrements to go with it. She makes it. I love it. But I forgot to get it at Walmart. So I'm like, God damn it. Here I am in CVS. I'm like, all right, I'll get a bottle of goddamn ketchup while I'm here. So you walk down the grocery aisle. And years ago, or even you know, two, three days ago, if I was to walk down the aisle, I'm like, who the fuck buys ketchup and mustard in a CVS? Well, this guy did. <laughs> and I grabbed the, the ketchup. And it's not just a small ketchup, like you would think just to get you by. What, like 16 ounce? No, it's a fucking family size 32 ounce ketchup. And it was almost $9 for that stupid thing. I'm like, oh, man, save money up front. I'm spending it right here. So I got the ketchup bottle. And I came home with it, and I showed my wife the receipt. I'm like, look how much this ketchup was at CVS. You bought ketchup at CVS? Yes, I know. I made the mistake. Now, there's a video right now that's going viral on TikTok. Let me switch cameras here so you guys can see it. We can all be friends all on the same page. For every podcast we do, we have a matching video, and you can see this in real time as we're talking about here on the show. You have been eating hot dogs and hamburgers and french fries your whole entire life, is what the article starts out by saying. Uh, you've been probably eating ketchup with it as well. Not on my hot dogs. Don't do that. Ketchup is one of the, the most favorite condiments because of its rich tomato flavor. Well, no shit. We know what ketchup is. Actually, salsa is the number one condiment here in the United States. TikToker content creator Sandy L- San. <laughs> We're going to get this one messed up. It's either Sandy Key 33 or Sondike 33. S A N D Y K E. So it's, I'm going to say Sondike. <laughs> Shared her mind blowing ketchup hack. Let's see what this hack is. For most of you, opening up a ketchup bottle isn't easy because it usually means peeling back that little, that, what is it, that little laminate or whatever that's on the ketchup bottle itself. You can't pull it back. Some of them have a, a, a tab that flips up. It's like half a circle. You flip it up, you grab it. Sometimes that fucking rips off and you throw the ketchup bottle across the room. Shit goes flying everywhere. I know, I'm getting, getting hot, getting pissed. <laughs> but right now, this video right here has gotten, I don't know, millions and millions of views. And it's the simplest stupid thing. Now, as far as it going viral, all right, <laughs> Let's ease up on the word going viral. This has gotten over, let's see, how many views has it gotten? Let's see, couldn't take our eyes off of it. Uh, it doesn't say. Probably a million or they wouldn't have written an article about it. So here we go. 
Here's the ketchup, and what they do is it's got the the ketchup that's upside down. Only took them, what, how many years to figure that thing out? 20 years? Even when they came out with the plastic bottle. So you unscrew the ketchup cap that's on the upside down bottle. You open the, you flip the thing open, and then use whatever seals the cap back together to poke through the cellophane or whatever it is that's protecting the ketchup inside. So here we go. Here's a video. Open it up, punch it down, close it back up, creates the hole. You don't have to do anything. That's it. Is that mind-blowing? No, it's not fucking mind-blowing. It's just regular. (laughs) You're just using your brain for 30 seconds to figure out how to open this thing. If I had a knife around me, I'd take the lid off, take a knife, cut a, a, a plus sign or an X depending on what, <laughs> how you look at it, cut an X in that thing, poke my fingers through it, and then put the cap back on. And then you start running to, well, you can't get all the ketchup out. We can't please everyone. But this company right here has been pleasing everyone for a long, long time. Doritos. Doritos, the most famous chip, is now releasing its very own dips. Tortilla chips are usually best when combined with other flavors dipped in queso or salsa or just a big pile of nachos. Similarly... Doritos has a killer app, which building these kind of flavors in the chips themselves. So I guess they had an app where you can design your own uh, nacho cheese, ranch, and a laundry list of other different flavors from Doritos. Now they've taken the step up one more level. Doritos has now gone full circle and is taking its classic flavors of their chips and turning them into actual dips themselves. Get ready for Doritos Dip. Build as the first of its kind that pairs perfectly with all kinds of foods from pizza to pretzels to veggies and more. Doritos Dips is suggested as a swap standard for boring condiments. Not like my Ketchup. So right now they have two flavors that are out, nacho cheese and Cool Ranch. Doritos Dip Spicy Nachos is described as a twist on the classic nacho cheese flavor snackers that everyone has known for years with a little bit of a spicy punch. Meanwhile, the Cool Ramp Doritos Dip has a little bit of a jalapeno flavor as well. Reimagine the smooth, creamy ranch dip that intensifies with flavor with a touch of spicy jalapeno. Doritos have always embraced the bold and what we encourage our fans to do the same. Doritos has disrupted the dip aisle, which is hard to say, with the release of Doritos Dip. Our goal is to deliver a new unexpected flavor and experience to the customer. Whether paired with your favorite foods or other Dorito products of its offering, we hope that Dorito dips will help fans think outside the box, just like we were thinking outside the chip bag with this innovation. So there you go. Doritos dips are coming out. I think they that would be a great seller at pizza places. If Doritos, Dorito, <laughs> you had the Doritos Locos Taco, right? Hear me out here. You got the Doritos Loco Taco. What they need to, and and it's sold like flapjacks or whatever the the saying is. They need to come out with and team up with Papa John's. Now, granted, I will drink the garlic butter sauce straight out of the cup, but for an an added charge, you can get the Doritos dip with your pizza. Genius, right? Heard it here first. Audio trademark. Uh, Some of the royalty checks. I only want 10%. That's all I want. All right, guys, stick around. We got one more little segment to get into, and I'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Log into the refrigerator. Doors closed. Lights are out. But it's getting hard. Pepperoni, and green peppers, mushrooms, olive chive. Pepperoni, and green peppers, mushrooms, olive chive. Meat therapy, therapy, advertising causes me. Therapy, therapy, advertising causes me. Therapy, therapy, advertising causes me. Therapy, therapy. Hold on one sec. Hey, you're on the air. I am. You are on the air. I, okay. Uh, well, I, I. 
wasn't calling to talk on the air. So I guess give me a call back when you have a second. Okay, I sure will. Thanks for calling. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Well, I don't know what that was about, but anyways, stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome to Profit Radio's Unnecessary Christmas Music. Here comes Fatty with his sack of shit and all them stinking reindeer. Starting now. All the way till December 25th. From all of us here at Profit Radio. Happy Holidays. You're listening to This is Between Me and That Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. That filthy cheap slut. There's a note on the table said I come back till your sorry ass is gone. But I'm tired of cheating and running around. Never said the wrong in anything you've done. Whiskey's gone. Welcome back to Digging Live. We want to give you something for free, and the way you do that is go over to ProfitRadio.com. Click on free swag. I know, I sound like a robot. Um, click on free swag. We're not going to do anything with your email address or anything like that. We just want to say thank you for uh, being part of the show. Whether you uh, join us here on the air by going to the Be Heard section over at Profit Radio, we just want to say thank you for listening to us. And the way you do that is to get your free stuff is go to ProfitRadio.com, click on free swag, and we'll send it out to you. we got some magnets, some stickers, nice little package for you. We'll send out to you. And for those listening to us overseas, we usually send those out about once a month to save on uh, shipping and stuff. So bear with us if you're overseas and you fill out that form. We'll ship it over to you, but you'll get it. I swear. I'm a one-man show here working like an octopus. Now, after Thanksgiving, one of the things that we used to do in our household was get all the grandkids around and, and me and my two cousins when we were you know, under the age of whatever grandkids are. The parents used to ask us, all right, kids, what do you want for Christmas? You know, whatever the hot toy was that year, of course, all the kids want to have that hot toy. And parents, instead of just making the kids happy, yes, let's get them that hot toy. Let's get them to shut up. Have you really thought about actually what you're getting your kid and and what that's going to do for them socially, socially, mentally, uh, whatever the case may be. Now, there's something out there right now that's called a toy diet. Now, you're not eating them, but what they're saying is right now with Christmas just around the corner, instead of just springing and buying whatever your kid has on their list, Think about how this toy is going to impact your kid's life. The work of childhood is playing and serves critical purposes. Children need toys to help them learn, explore, and create. At the same time, pressure on parents to buy the toys like Legos and dolls. I had Legos all all day long. Remote-controlled dinosaurs with wheels and flashing lights and, you know, all this other stuff. Toy companies spend billions and billions of dollars to try to convince children and their parents alike to buy the products that they must have. So right now, they're saying that how many toys can a kid really need or should have? How many parents could weed through all the choices they p- and pick the best toys for their children? Here's what experts say. All toys are educational. Play is a very important part of a child's development, depending on the age that they are. According to this article, all play is educational and why it is to curate a toy collection that focus on what is appropriate to get a child to engage in play. All the toys that I got were... <laughs> 
solo play. G.I. Joe's, just me. <laughs> I make up my own storylines. Legos, just me. You know, I was an only child, like I said before. That explains a lot. Having a variety of toys is very important as well. There are six categories that toys make up a balance of a toy diet. Now, hear me out. I would suggest that manufacturers, toy manufacturers, should put some kind of label on it, on their toy. For example, we have accepted the fact that there are nutrition facts on everything that we buy. Uh, Packaging, any food item has nutrition facts on there. There was a law passed and you had to explain or reveal, you know, what that product is that you're going to ingest. Can't the toy companies come up with some kind of code or something? You know, it always says, you know, uh, ages eight and up. There's an age group on the toys when you get them. Can we come up with some kind of categories uh, or some kind of stamping or some kind of uh, signage on the toys that'll help you distinguish between what, you know, oh, he's got too many of these. He's got too many of these. So the toy diet balance involves creativity, movement, communications, logic, fine motor, and gross motor skills. It's important to start them young to develop all six skills in these areas. Learning more about each category will help you buy the best toy for your child to improve their social acting and and brain development as well. It's important to give a child opportunities to stretch their creativity by buying them creative toys, such as toy musical instruments that promote pretend play, toy kitchens, and things of that nature. Communication toys are things like if a child's playing doctor the correct way, it can explain what they're doing, like listening to a doll's heart or animal figurines that talk to each other, that type thing. Movement. Games like jump rope help them learn, you know, get their bodies out there moving around, anything that gets them out of the house for, for a while. Logic toys include math and strategy games, fine motor games. Children need to, to learn fine motor skills by doing almost any task that involves their hands and from holding a pencil to tying the shoe. So toys that involve pressing, grabbing, twisting, lifting, banging, bobbing, you know, what's that one game that drove everyone crazy that was sitting in the back of the car? And then gross motor skill toys are very important, like running and jumping and climbing, scooters, balls, tossing, rolling, trampolines, and pull-along toys will help develop these gross motor skills as well. So think about it next time you're out there purchasing a toy for your child. Does this toy repeat any of the other toys that my child has? Or is this going to create or influence him to do something a little bit more different than the way he normally plays? Or are you just buying it because little Timmy wants it and it'll just get him to shut the hell up sometimes? Now, someone who really wished they would shut up right now is Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels is taking a dog toy company to court. They're taking it to the Supreme Court, and they will hear a dispute over a dog's toy that has the whiskey maker Jack Daniels barking mad. Jack Daniels has asked the justice to hear a case against the manufacturer of the Bad Spaniels toy. So instead of Jack Daniels, it's called Bad Spaniels. So what it is, is an actual replica of a Jack Daniels bottle. The bottle itself is very unique. You can take all the labels off of it and anything, and a connoisseur of that can go, that's a Jack Daniels bottle. But what they've done is they've made it a squishy toy for a dog. Now, what they're saying is this is infringing on trademark. The lawyers of the toy maker, Arizona-based VIP Products, told the high court that Jack Daniels can't take a joke. They said that Jack Daniels has waged a war against a company that's having a blast poking fun at their product by creating this bottle. The toy retails for about $12 to $20, and the packaging notes in small font says this product is not affiliated with the Jack Daniels distillery. Okay, so for more on this story, 
Let me switch to camera four so you can see this. And we're going to, you can watch this in real time as we're watching it here on the podcast. Just go over to profitradio.com, click on social contacts. Make sure you like and subscribe to us on YouTube as well. And here we go. Let's see what's going on. Whiskey Makers is taking an Arizona-based dog toy company to court. This guy, (laughs) this reporter, looks like he's tied one on with Jack Daniels. The United States Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case brought by Jack Daniels against VIP products. The case stems from the uh, toy company's Bad Spaniels dog toy, which parodies the design of the Jack Daniels. Daniel's whiskey bottle. Jack Daniels says the toy is confusing to customers. Is it really confusing to customers? Or, honey, go to the store and give me a bottle of Jack Daniels. I didn't know which one they had. They had one that was called Dog Poo in a Bowl, and it looked like Jack Daniels, and then there's Jack Daniels. Oh, you should have got me the Dog Poo in the Bowl. That would have been awesome. And takes advantage of the goodwill the company has earned over decades. The company says lighten up is just a joke, and the packaging clearly says they're not affiliated with the distillery. The case won't be argued until next year at the Supreme Court. It'll be dropped. Jesus Christ. Get over, Jack Daniels. Now, I understand the bottle itself has a significant trademark to the Jack Daniels company. But, I mean, come on. It's a dog manufacturer. Are you worried about them taking over and, and being <laughs> selling more bottles than you are? Eh, who knows? But you got to start somewhere, right? You got to stop it, nip it in the bud right at the very beginning. All right, guys, on that note, make sure you follow us on your social medias. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on TikTok. You can follow us on Instagram. Does anyone go over there anymore? You can follow us on Facebook as well. Make sure you like and subscribe to us as well. I'm going to let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. My name is Adikin saying good night and good night. Wait, 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 come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.